Section 24 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 1, by Robert Burton, Section 24. Partition 1, Section 2, Member 1, Subsection 2, Part 3, Subsection 3. Subsection 2, Part 3. A digression of the nature of spirits, bad angels, or devils, and how they cause melancholy. Continued. Their offices, operations, study. Thus the devil reigns, and in a thousand several shapes, as a roaring lion still seeks whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5. By sea, land, air, as yet unconfined, though some will have his proper place in the air. All that space between us and the moon for them that transgressed least, and hell for the wickedest of them. Hic velat in carcere ad finem mundi, tunc in locum funestiorum trudendi, as Augustine holds, De Civitate Dei, chapter 22, book 14, chapters 3 and 23. But be where he will, he rageth while he may to comfort himself, as Lactantius thinks, with other men's faults, he labours all he can to bring them into the same pit of perdition with him. For men's miseries, calamities, and ruins are the devil's banqueting dishes. By many temptations and several engines he seeks to captivate our souls. The Lord of Lies, saith Augustine, as he was deceived himself, he seeks to deceive others. The ringleader to all naughtiness, as he did by Eve and Cain, Sodom and Gomorrah, so would he do by all the world. Sometimes he tempts by covetousness, drunkenness, pleasure, pride, etc., airs, dejects, saves, kills, protects, and rides some men, as they do their horses. He studies our overthrow, and generally seeks our destruction. And although he pretend many times human good, and vindicate himself for a god by curing of several diseases, agris sanitatum et caecus luminis usum restituendo, as Augustine declares, Book 10, De Civitate Dei, Chapter 6, as Apollo, Aesculapius, Isis of old have done, divert plagues, assist them in wars, pretend their happiness, yet nihil his impurius, scelestius, nihil humano generi infestius. Nothing so impure, nothing so pernicious, as may well appear by their tyrannical and bloody sacrifices of men to Saturn and Moloch, which are still in use among those barbarous Indians, their several deceits and cozenings to keep men in obedience, their false oracles, sacrifices, their superstitious impositions of fasts, penury, etc., heresies, superstitious observations of meats, times, etc., by which they crucify the souls of mortal men, as shall be showed in our treatise of religious melancholy, modico ad hoc tempore, senator malignari, as Bernard expresseth it, by God's permission he rageth a while, hereafter to be confined to hell and darkness, which is prepared for him and his angels. Matthew 25 How far their power doth extend, it is hard to determine. What the ancients held of their effects, force, and operations, I will briefly show you. Plato in Critias, and after him his followers, gave out that these spirits or devils were men's governors and keepers, our lords and masters, as we are of our cattle. 
they govern provinces and kingdoms by oracles, auguries, dreams, rewards and punishments, prophecies, inspirations, sacrifices and religious superstitions, varied in as many forms as there be diversity of spirits. They send wars, plagues, peace, sickness, health, death, plenty, ad stantes hictiam nobis, spectantes et arbitrantes, etc., as appears by those histories of Thucydides, Livius, Dionysius Halicarnassus, with many others that are full of their wonderful stratagems, and were therefore by those Roman and Greek commonwealths adored and worshipped for gods with prayers and sacrifices, etc. In a word, nihil magus querent quam metum et admirationem hominum, and as another hath it, dici non potest quam impotenti ardore in hominis dominum, et divinus cultus maligni spiritus affectent. Tritemius, in his book Deceptum Secundis, assigns names to such angels as are governors of particular provinces, by what authority I know not, and gives them several jurisdictions. Asclepiades a Grecian, Rabbi Akiba the Jew, Abraham Avenezra and Rabbi Azariel, Arabians, as I find them cited by Cicogna, farther add, that they are not our governors only, set ex eorum concordium et discordia, boni et mali affectus promanant. But, as they agree, so do we and our princes, or disagree, stand or fall. Juno was a bitter enemy to Troy, Apollo a good friend, Jupiter indifferent, aqua venus teucris, palis iniquia fuit, some are for us still, some against us, prementi deo, vet deus alter opum. Religion, policy, public and private quarrels, wars are procured by them, and they are delighted perhaps to see men fight, as men are with cocks, bulls, and dogs, bears, etc. Plagues, deaths, depend on them, or bene and male esse, and almost all our other peculiar actions. For as Antony Rosea contends, Book 5, Chapter 18, every man hath a good and a bad angel attending on him in particular, all his life long, which Jamblicus calls daemonum, preferments, losses, weddings, deaths, rewards, and punishments, and as Proclus will, all offices whatsoever, alii genetricem, alii opificem, potestatum habent, etc., and several names they will give them according to their offices, as lares, indegites, phaestites, etc. When the Arcades in that battle at Cheronae, which was fought against King Philip for the liberty of Greece, had deceitfully carried themselves, long after, in the very same place, Deus Graeciae Ultoribus, saith mine author, they were miserably slain by Metellus the Roman. So likewise, in smaller matters, they will have things fall out, as these boni and mali genii favour or dislike us. Saturni non conveniunt jovialibus, etc. He that is Saturninus shall never likely be preferred. That base fellows are often advanced, undeserving gnathos and vicious parasites, whereas discreet, wise, virtuous, and worthy men are neglected and unrewarded, they refer to those domineering spirits, or subordinate genii, as they are inclined, or favour men, so they thrive, are ruled and overcome. For as Libanius supposeth in our ordinary conflicts and contentions, genius genio cedit et obtemperat, one genius yields and is overcome by another. All particular events almost they refer to these private spirits, 
and, as Paracelsus adds, they direct, teach, inspire, and instruct men. Never was any man extraordinary famous in any art, action, or great commander that had not familiarum demonum to inform him, as Numa, Socrates, and many such, as Cardan illustrates, chapter 128, Arcanis prudentiae civilis, speciali siquidem gratia, se adeo donari asserunt magi, argeniis calestibus instrui, ab iis doceri. But these are most erroneous paradoxes, ineptae et fabulosae nugae, rejected by our divines and Christian churches. Tis true they have by God's permission power over us, and we find by experience that they can hurt not our fields only, cattle, goods, but our bodies and minds. At Hamel in Saxony, anno 1484, 20 Junii, the devil, in likeness of a pied piper, carried away a hundred and thirty children that were never after seen. Many times men are affrighted out of their wits, carried away quite, as Scheretzius illustrates, book 1, chapter 4, and severally molested by his means. Plotinus the Platonist, book 14, laughs them to scorn, that hold the devil or spirits can cause any such diseases. Many think he can work upon the body, but not upon the mind. But experience pronounceth otherwise, that he can work both upon body and mind. Tertullian is of this opinion, that he can cause both sickness and health, and that secretly. Torellus adds by clancular poisons he can affect the bodies, and hinder the operations of the bowels, though we perceive it not, closely creeping into them, saith Lipsius, and so crucify our souls. Et nociva melancholia furiosos efficit. For being a spiritual body, he struggles with our spirits, saith Rogers, and suggests, according to Cardan, verba sine voce, species sine visu, envy, lust, anger, etc., as he sees men inclined. The manner how he performs it, Biarmanus in his oration against Bodine, sufficiently declares. He begins first with the fantasy, and moves that so strongly that no reason is able to resist. Now the fantasy he moves by mediation of humours, although many physicians are of opinion that the devil can alter the mind and produce this disease of himself. Quibusdom medicorum visum, saith Avicenna, quod melancholia contingat a demonio. Of the same mind is Celus and Rhesus the Arab. That this disease proceeds especially from the devil and from him alone. Arculanus, Elanius Montaltus, Daniel Senertus confirm as much, that the devil can cause this disease, by reason many times that the parties affected prophecy speak strange language, but non sine interventu humoris, not without the humour, as he interprets himself. No more doth Avicenna, si contingat e demonio, sufficit nobis ut convertat complexionem ad coloram nigram, et sit causa ejus propinqua cholera nigra. The immediate cause is choler a dust, which Pomponatius likewise labours to make good. Galgarandus of Mantua, the famous physician, so cured a demoniacal woman in his time, that spake all languages, by purging black choler, and thereupon belike this humour of melancholy is called balnium diaboli, the devil's bath. The devil, spying his opportunity of such humours, drives them many times to despair, fury, rage, etc., mingling himself among these humours. 
this is that which Tertullian avers. Corporibus infligunt acerbos casus, animaque repentinos, membra distorquent, occulte repentes, etc., and which Lemnius goes about to prove. Imiscant se mali genii pravis humoribus, atque atre bili, etc., and Jason Pretensus that the devil, being a slender incomprehensible spirit, can easily insinuate and wind himself into human bodies, and cunningly couched in our bowels, vitiate our healths, terrify our souls with fearful dreams, and shake our minds with furies. And in another place, these unclean spirits settled in our bodies, and now, mixed with our melancholy humours, do triumph, as it were, and sport themselves as in another heaven. Thus he argues, and that they go in and out of our bodies, as bees do in a hive, and so provoke and tempt us as they perceive our temperature inclined of itself, and most apt to be deluded. Agrippa and Lavater are persuaded that this humour invites the devil to it, wheresoever it is in extremity, and of all other, melancholy persons are most subject to diabolical temptations and illusions, and most apt to entertain them, and the devil best able to work upon them. But whether by obsession, or possession, or otherwise, I will not determine. Tis a difficult question. Del Rio the Jesuit, Springer and his colleague, Malleus Maleficarum, Petrus Thereus the Jesuit, Liber de Demoniacis, De Locus Infestis, De Terrificationibus Nocturnis, Hieronymus Mengus Flagellus Demonium, and others of that rank of pontifical writers, it seems by their exorcisms and conjurations approve of it, having forged many stories to that purpose. A nun did eat lettuce without grace, or signing it with the sign of the cross, and was instantly possessed. Durandus, Book 6, Rationali Divinorum Officiorum, Chapter 86, Number 8, relates that he saw a wench possessed in Bononia with two devils, by eating an unhallowed pomegranate, as she did afterwards confess when she was cured by exorcisms. And therefore our papists do sign themselves so often with the sign of the cross, ni demon ingredi osit, and exorcise all manner of meats, as being unclean or accursed otherwise, as Bellarmini defends. Many such stories I find amongst pontifical writers, to prove their assertions, let them free their own credits. Some few I will recite in this kind out of most approved physicians. Cornelius Gemma, Book 2, De Naturae Divinis Characterismis, Chapter 4, relates of a young maid called Catherine Gualter, a cooper's daughter, anno 1571, that had such strange passions and convulsions. Three men could not sometimes hold her. She purged a live eel, which he saw, a foot and a half long, and touched it himself but the eel afterwards vanished. She vomited some twenty-four pounds of fulsome stuff of all colours twice a day for fourteen days, and after that she voided great balls of hair, pieces of wood, pigeon's dung, parchment, goose dung, coals, and after them two pounds of pure blood, and then again coals and stones, of which some had inscriptions bigger than a walnut, some of them pieces of glass, brass, etc., besides paroxysms of laughing, weeping, and ecstasies, etc. Et hoc inquit cum horore vidi. This I saw with horror. They could do no good on her by physic, but left her to the clergy. Marcellus Donatus, Book 2, Chapter 1, Medica Historia Mirabilis, 
hath such another story of a country fellow that had four knives in his belly insta serre dentatus indented like a saw every one a span long and a wreath of hair like a globe with much baggage of like sort wonderful to behold how it should come into his guts he conclude certe non alio quam demonis astutia et dolo could assuredly only have been through the artifice of the devil langius hath many relations to this effect and so hath christophorus a vega rierus scencius scribanius all agree that they are done by the subtlety and delusion of the devil if you shall ask a reason of this tis to exercise our patience for as tertullian holds virtus non es virtus nisi comparum habet aliquem in quo superando vim suam ostendat tis to try us and our faith tis for our offences and for the punishment of our sins by god's permission they do it carnifices vindictae justi dei as tolosanus styles them executioners of his will or rather as david psalm seventy eight verse forty nine he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger indication wrath and vexation by sending out of evil angels so did he afflict job saul the lunatics and demoniacal persons whom christ cured matthew four eight luke four eleven luke thirteen mark nine etc this i say happeneth for a punishment of sin for their want of faith incredulity weakness distrust etc subsection three of witches and magicians how they cause melancholy you have heard what the devil can do of himself now you shall hear what he can perform by his instruments who are many times worse if it be possible than he himself and to satisfy their revenge and lust cause more mischief multa enim mala non egiset daemon nisi provocatus asagis as erastus thinks much harm had never been done had he not been provoked by witches to it he had not appeared in samuel's shape if the witch of endor had let him alone or represented those serpents in pharaoh's presence had not the magicians urged him unto it nec morbos vel hominibus vel brutus in fligeret erastus maintains si sagai quiescerent men and cattle might go free if the witches would let him alone many deny witches at all or if there be any they can do no harm of this opinion is wierus book three chapter fifty three de prestigiis daemonum et incantationibus ac beneficiis austin lerkimer a dutch writer biarmanus ewicius uwaldus our countryman scott with him in horace somnia terrores magicos miracula sagas nocturnas lemores fortentaque thersala risu excipiunt say can you laugh indignant at the schemes of magic terrors visionary dreams portentous wonders witching imps of hell the nightly goblin and enchanting spell they laugh at all such stories but on the contrary are most lawyers divines physicians philosophers austin hemingius danaeus Citraeus, zanchius aretius etc del rio springer nidarius quiatius bartolus bordine godelman damhoderius etc paracelsus erastus scribanius camerarius etc the parties by whom the devil deals may be reduced to these two 
such as command him in show at least as conjurers and magicians whose detestable and horrid mysteries are contained in their book called arbitel demonis enim advocati presto sunt seque exorcismis et conjurationibus quasi cogi patiuntur ut miserum magorum genus in impietate detiniant or such as are commanded as witches that deal ex parte implicite or explicite as the king hath well defined many subdivisions there are and many several species of sorcerers witches enchanters charmers etc they have been tolerated heretofore some of them and magic hath been publicly professed in former times in salamanca Krakow, and other places though after censured by several universities and now generally contradicted though practised by some still maintained and excused tanquam res sequita quae non nisi viris magnis et peculiari beneficio de coelo instructis communicatur i use bursatus his words and so far approved by some princes ut nihil ausi agredi in politicis in sacris in conciliis sine eorum arbitrio they consult still with them and dare indeed do nothing without their advice nero and heliogabalus maxentius and julianus apostata were never so much addicted to magic of old as some of our modern princes and popes themselves are nowadays ericus king of sweden had an enchanted cap by virtue of which and some magical murmur or whispering terms he could command spirits trouble the air and make the wind stand which way he could insomuch that when there was any great wind or storm the common people were wont to say the king now had on his conjuring cap but such examples are infinite that which they can do is as much almost as the devil himself who is still ready to satisfy their desires to oblige them the more unto him they can cause tempests storms which is familiarly practised by witches in norway iceland as i have proved they can make friends enemies and enemies friends by philters turpes amores conciliare enforce love tell any man where his friends are about what employed though in the most remote places and if they will bring their sweethearts to them by night upon a goat's back flying in the air sigismund scheretzius part one chapter nine de spectris reports confidently that he conferred with sundry such that have been so carried many miles and that he heard witches themselves confess as much hurt and infect men and beasts vines corn cattle plants make women abortive not to conceive barren men and women unapt and unable married and unmarried fifty several ways saith bodine book two chapter two fly in the air meet when and where they will as cicogna proves and levata de spectris part two chapter seventeen steal young children out of their cradles ministerio daemonum and put deformed in their rooms which we call changelings saith scheretzius part one chapter six make men victorious fortunate eloquent and therefore in those ancient monomachies and combats they were searched of old they had no magical charms they can make stick freeze such as shall endure a rapier's point musket shot and never be wounded of which read more in voisardus chapter six de magia the manner of the adjuration and by whom tis made where and how to be used in expeditionibus bellicis praelius 
Duelius, etc., with many peculiar instances and examples. They can walk in fiery furnaces, make men feel no pain on the rack, aut alias tortura sentire. They can stanch blood, represent dead men's shapes, alter and turn themselves and others into several forms at their pleasures. Agaberta, a famous witch in Lapland, would do as much publicly to all spectators. Modo Priscilla, modo anus, modo procura ut quercus, modo vaca, avis, colibur, etc. Now young, now old, high, low, like a cow, like a bird, a snake, and what not. She could represent to others what forms they most desired to see, show them friends absent, reveal secrets, maxima omnium admiratione, etc., and yet, for all this subtlety of theirs, as Lipsius well observes, De Physiologica Stoicorum, Book 1, Chapter 17, neither these magicians nor devils themselves can take away gold or letters out of mine or Crassus' chest, et clientelis suis largiri, for they are base, poor, contemptible fellows most part, as Bodine notes. They can do nothing, in judicum decreta aut poenus, in regnum concilia vel arcana, Nihil in nem numarium aut thesaurus. They cannot give money to their clients, alter judges' decrees, or counsels of kings. These minuti genii cannot do it. Altiores genii oxibi ad servirant. The higher powers reserve these things to themselves. Now and then, peradventure, there may be some more famous magicians, like Simon Magus, Apollonius Tineus, Pasetes, Jamblicus, Odo Distelis, that for a time can build castles in the air, represent armies, etc., as they are said to have done, command wealth and treasure, feed thousands with all variety of meats upon a sudden, protect themselves and their followers from all princes' persecutions, by removing from place to place in an instant, reveal secrets, future events, tell what is done in far countries, make them appear that died long since, and do many such miracles to the world's terror, admiration, an opinion of deity to themselves. Yet the devil forsakes them at last, they come to wicked ends, and, raro aut nunquam, such impostors are to be found. The vulgar sort of them can work no such feats, but to my purpose they can, last of all, cure and cause most diseases to such as they love or hate, and of this melancholy amongst the rest. Paracelsus, tome four, de morbis arnentium, in express words affirms, Multi fascinantur in melancholium, many are bewitched into melancholy, out of his experience. The same, saith Danaeus, book three, de sortiariis vidi, inquit, qui melancholicos morbos gravissimos induxerunt. I have seen those that have caused melancholy in the most grievous manner, dried up women's paps, cured gout, palsy, this and apoplexy, falling sickness, which no physic could help, solo tactu, by touch alone. Ruland in his third Centuria Curationem Empiricarum 91 gives an instance of one David Helder, a young man, who by eating cakes which a witch gave him, mox delirare coepit, began to dote on a sudden, and was instantly mad. F. H. D. in Hildesheim, consulted about a melancholy man, thought his disease was partly magical, and partly natural, because he vomited pieces of iron and lead, and spake such languages as he had never been taught. But such examples are common in Scribanius, Hercules de Saxonia, and others. 
the means by which they work are usually charms, images, as that in Hector Boethius of King Dufa, characters stamped of sundry metals, and at such and such constellations, knots, amulets, words, filters, etc., which generally make the parties affected, melancholy, as Monavius discourseth at large in an epistle of his to Acolsius, giving instance in a bohemian baron that was so troubled by a filter taken. Not that there is any power at all in those spells, charms, characters, and barbarous words, but that the devil doth use such means to delude them. Ut fidelis inde magus, saith Libanius, in officio retiniat, tum in consortium malefactorum vocet. End of section 24